Welcome to another powerful teaching from Dr. Todd J. Pulliam, pastor of One Accord Church. You know how many people, male and female, have never went further than the name they were called at eight years old? Why? Because bitterness took root. It affects your sight. Can't see right. It affects your hearing. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Glory to God. How many of you are still holding on to something a man called you? Said about you? That hurt you so bad? You gave up right there. And it became a stronghold. What is that? That's a positioning in your heart that the enemy makes claim on, and then he hires warriors to make sure he can defend his fort. Sister Jackson, the Lord had to heal me of things I thought concerning my parents and my siblings. An elder got me in trouble many years ago and caused me to get a whipping. And I held it in my heart until I was in my 30s and did a deliverance service. And the Lord said, I healed you today too. His kids are prospering in the ministry and I could never, ever read it or enjoy it. Because I remember what he did. It's total injustice on that day, but the greater injustice was how long I carried it. God made me to carry and birth ministries, not bitterness. Oh, Jesus. Holy Ghost said, you are preaching. He made you to carry dreams and to birth them. Not somebody else's statements. They not even carrying it themselves. They tossed it off to you like you were a garbage can. No more than they might I thought I was going to have time to finish this. I no longer teach to you as if tomorrow's guaranteed. I teach to you now in case tomorrow does not come for me. Why? I'm going to live long. Let me say that. But I am to teach as if it is the last 
opportunity to reach you. And what I give you today will help you today if you'll take it. These truths are not guaranteed in your tomorrows. You know, it says that Jesus will speed his return. Why? Because even the very elect are going to lose faith and be deceived. The very best that he has. Catch me when I'm in my prime. Focused right now. I promise my, my claim and my decree is I'll always be this way. But I got to rely on him to finish the race. Today, you don't even need the rest of the notes. You could take 2 Corinthians 2 and 14 where it says that he always causes you to triumph. Through Christ Jesus today. And you can say, enough. I'm giving this up. It's raising your blood pressure. Bringing stress into your life. Has you battling things in your body unnecessarily. You can win. I said you can win. You are the winner. So if he gives me a chance to teach the rest. We haven't gotten to it yet, but Hebrews 12, 7 through 15, is a master teacher within itself. I had these points. Would you like me to read them? This is based off of Hebrews 12, 7 through 15. And we'll come back and teach on these. Bitterness chases off peace and brings tension to your life and your immediate environment. There's no way to be bitter and not infect those around you. Bitter people feel as if others must be bitter with them or they become more bitter, adding to the ranks you who refuses to agree with them. Bitterness is the result of selfishness. Jesus lived his life exactly the opposite of this, and we'll teach on that. Bitterness causes an enormous amount of sensitivity and self-defense to arise in people. Always repent and stay in the place of submission to authority. Someone with greater counsel than yourself has to be able to catch your attention. To say you're, you're, you're gone, you're, you're out there. But bitterness is there when you see people run to self-defense. Uh-uh, uh-uh, that's not, that's not what I said. That's not what I did. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Listen, people who want their heart pure regard and honor those responsible to present rebuke and correction. The righteous consider the rebuke an anointing oil. So if you're defensive 
and people can't come to you because you always have a great sense of defense. Why? I'm tired of hearing how this is wrong of me. Then fix it. Am I helping you? Then fix it. Avoid feeling as if you have the right to sustained anger or delayed healing where others are concerned. I can stay mad as long as I want to, as long as I feel like it's right for me. I'm not worried about what I do to other people. I'm not worried about their healing. What about mine? Well, he's trying to give it to you. Bitterness is terrible because it just keeps, it's, the appetite of bitterness is insatiable. It keeps demanding more. You'll spend your whole life building fences and having a crew. Well, who's the crew? People who are trained by you to believe just what you want them to believe, even about people they have never met because you have bitterness. You won't let them meet the other people because the other people might tell them something and then they may sit down with you and say, I think you're seeing this wrong. See, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. I knew you weren't going to believe me, see. You know, I don't even know why I talk to you. Well, because God's trying to save you. None of us have a right to sustained anger. The Bible says don't even let the sun go down on whatever that issue was on that day. And we all battle with that. I've got mad at Mrs. Peach. And, and said, well, I ain't talking to nobody in this house. By 10, 30, or 11 at night, the Lord's like, well, that's a violation. What's a violation? I thought I told you. Don't let the sun go down. Whoa, I got mad at night. The sun was already gone down. No, I can say this because I know what I said to her. I remember the time I got so I said, well, what you going to say about that? I'm hot now. <laughs> Funny experience happened. I'm only telling this to help you in this message. You're never to use this against me. And my family, they hears this. It's never to bring this up. I hope they understand. I had a chair, not the one I have now, but I had a chair in my office at home that wasn't working right. And I had a fit with the Lord over being angry one time. Said what I had to say and plopped down in that chair. And if it wasn't for my foot catching that maple desk I've got, that chair lost me and I lost that chair. And then I was so humiliated when I hit the floor that I just cried. 
And I felt like he did that. You know, and, and I, I know better. Y'all looking at me like, oh, Pastor. Yeah, yeah, your Lord can, he's awesome. He would never do anything like that. I just was that hot. And, and I said what I had to say to him. I plopped down in that chair, and it gave way, man. And, and if it wasn't for my foot catching that desk, I'd have turned completely upside down and landed straight on my head. I just landed on my back side. And I got through crying. He said, well, what was that for? And I hit the floor and said, because I'm humiliated. He says, oh, yeah, I would be too if I did anything that stupid. First of all, I didn't do it. Second of all, get up and quit being so clumsy. Third of all, fix your chair. And then you won't lose your seat and fall on your behind like you did. Then he says, fix your attitude, and you won't have such problems. I know none of y'all have these problems. You're all sitting there. Be, isn't it terrible to have to have me for a pastor? Sheesh. I, I, I'm just not good enough for you all. You all are so clean and, and spiffy, and, and you, you just got it together. I share these so that you can see how real it is. Oh, I thought a little Parker, and I said, no, I have to win. For every one I win, she's free too. I live for the freedom of my children and the freedom of my grandchildren and for your freedom and the freedom of your children and your grandchildren. Clean your heart out for those who are attached to you. Sister Moses, I was angry at the Lord for a long time because I wanted a big church. And it was getting bigger. And he was saying, it's not built right. You're not giving me what I want. And I suffered. I stayed angry at him a long time. I'm so glad of his loving kindness and tender mercies because I was wrong. When he began to teach me the things I teach now, he said, this is why. Oh, man. I have to praise him every day that he was so merciful. And then this weekend, he came to me and he said, Todd, you're still going to have a big church, son. But I really sent you here to build that Bible school and to make leaders. And we were reminded of a prophecy given over my life many years ago. But I will plant you in the southeast, and I will send my men and women from afar for you to make leaders of them. I received the word in Detroit. You say, why do you want to go home all the time? Because that's where I got my word. It's healing. But if I go home all the time, the assignment doesn't get done. And 
The vision is supposed to tie you into a set place. If he ever moves the vision, it's not because of the visionary. It's because of the people. Make his calls go. So he'll make your calls go. If he has to move a vision you're attached to, then you can be guaranteed that every time the blessing gets close, like fleeting wind, you'll touch it and it'll go. Because the only harvest you can have is for what should be yours to be moved also. Think highly of the things of God. Make them go. Clean your heart out. Appear before him with clean hands and a pure heart. And watch him do for you what you and I so often put him down to chase. over time is not a sign of the blessing. It's a sign of unbelief. Sometimes God lets things happen to you to slow you down to where you're left in his possession so he can plant this one time in your spirit Trust me, because the only way you're going to get out of this is if I bring you out. It's when it's good that we try all the things we think of. Remember laying in the emergency room thinking the only one that can get me out of this is you, Master. Within 24 hours, he had laid out for me what I had to do to change me, not just physically, but mentally and spiritually. I might be boring half of you, but some of you are running so fast to nowhere. I'm by here today to rescue you. I threw a hook out with some bait, hoping I can catch you. There is no one perfect Leaders are flawed. Find one with the truth in their mouth and they'll still have a flaw. But if they've got the truth and they've got sincerity and they've got integrity and if his hands on them, if I were you, I'd snag that leader and kidnap him. Well, not literally, but you know. I would be like the Shunammite one. Hey, uh, sweetie, this guy can flow. And everything he says comes to pass. Back in those days, they traveled. 
let's build us a room under our house. So that every time he's traveling, he'll be prone to stop in our home. It'll even be his room. Boy, did she have some wisdom. Why? She knew she was going to get a prophecy when she needed it or when she desired it. She'd get a prayer and she'd get a word from God. So she said, I'm going to use hospitality to get what I'm looking for. She not only got that, but she got a harvest. What you talking about? The seed she sowed was a greater commitment to hear from God. The harvest she got was a son. And what could he do? Continue on the process. I hope that I've blessed you today. I gave you my very best today, Amen. and I pray that it reached you. It would bless me so if you would find some neighbors and hug them and say, I'm in agreement that this bitterness or whatever it is is leaving your life today. Thank you, sir. I'll keep this. Thank you. I love you all. I love every one of you. And sometimes I hurt because I can't be perfect. You ever felt like you wanted everybody to love you and everybody to think highly of you? Even when I feel as if I'm delivered from the people, I still feel it. But Jesus always comes to me and shares with me that he loves me. And that puts a smile on my face. I get ridiculously happy. He's the savior of the world. And I work for him. But the reason I've always wanted you all to love me is because I think highly of you. I think you're the best. Appreciate it if you'd show God that. And show the world that. 
that you will start doing your very, very best. And where you hit a weak point, just say, come on, grace. And his grace will show up and help you with the rest. Let's bless the Lord for his word. Thank you for listening to another teaching on the Dr. Ty J. Pulliam podcast. We call you blessed.